You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. The Trump indictments. This only appears to be complex. Rest assured, it is not. It is very simple. In the following moments, I will show how these nonsensical show trials are being used to pick on someone who is not only 100% innocent, but 100% correct in his accusations of deep state mafia corruption in the 2020 election. In fact, every single minuscule, trivial, so-called charge against him is not even a tiny drop in the ocean compared to all the vile, prancing, out-of-the-closet, disgusting, in-your-face corruption of the accusers of President Trump. It is topsy-turvy, good has become bad, and bad has become good in the sick and twisted world of the deep state mafia. And we all know this. We know it. Those of us who have not been brainwashed by the mafia-controlled media, these fake charges have been paid for by the globalist elite scum of the earth, like George Soros, forcing President Trump to spend many millions of dollars in legal fees alone. This is great for the elite billionaires because it bleeds the strapped middle class dry by us donating an average of about $30 per family or less to President Trump, not to win what should be a very easy election against a cadaver-in-chief, Vice President Brandon, but to cover for about $1 million per week in legal fees and counsel. And this is not state-sponsored, cruel, and unusual punishment, and without even a conviction per our Eighth Amendment to our ignored Constitution. Congratulations, Deep State Mafia billionaires. The USA is now officially a third world pisshole, all thanks to you. Believe it or not, all is not lost. Not yet. But this is unprecedented territory. North Korea's Kimberly Il John, aka Rocket Boy, is tilting his head and glancingly admiringly at America's new mafia and taking notes. Cuba looked just like this before Castro. Now, we're not just talking about Trump's rights here, but his rights to an attorney. This is defense intimidation, and it's outrageously unconstitutional. But the mob don't care. They figure if there's enough people to be corrupted, then the corruption can just go on and on without end. After all, it's worked so far. They have no fear. And that's the key problem. They have no fear. And the reason because all these arsewipe rhinos in the primary are talking in bumper sticker platitudes on how we all need to forget about January 6th and venture forward to 2024 so we can lower taxes and shrink the size of government. I'm sorry, but we're way beyond that now. These extinct dinosaurs think they can rid America's problems by not going for the jugular of the deep state, then they are dumber than dirt. They all are. This whole thing, of course, is just a red herring. The deep state mafia knows it, just like the entire Republican primary is a red herring. It really means nothing except, of course, to distract attention away from the real cause of our problems, a deep-rooted lack of election integrity. The deep state must get rid of Trump because the deep state... And the new mafia are one and the same. They are illegal, which means a ballsy guy like President Trump will, without a doubt, drain the swamp and annihilate them. 
All these fake, silly charges is crying wolf way too often. This absolutely screams. We have absolutely no dirt on President Trump whatsoever. Zip, zilch, nada, nothing. But if this silly pack of lies will suffice to convince a small handful of pitiful dingbat, morally rudderless independents to not vote for President Trump next year, then our job is done here. That's what the mob-controlled media is thinking. You know what? Every single charge is intended to go after Trump's re-election effort. Every single one of these indictments seem to be coming straight from some 12-year-old snot-nosed Greta Thunberg-type spoiled adolescent snottiness. Most recently, from that dumb douche Fannie Willis, just another George Soros stooge in Fulton County, Georgia, who's brutally raped all the dignity and respect out of the title of district attorney. 19 people were indicted on 41 felony counts, and here it is, Act 1, of these make-believe racketeering violations on President Trump. And please take special note of just how horrific these are. And I quote, On or about the fourth day of November 2020, Donald Trump made a nationally televised speech falsely declaring victory in the election, unquote. One glaring stupidity from this genuine bona fide airhead, District Attorney Fannie Willis. By the way, Fannie is a real accurate name for her, she being composed of 100% ass. So kudos to her mom for naming her that. They're indicting him on his evidence-based, hyper-reasonable opinion that 2020 was rigged. It was obvious to most aware people that it would be stolen in advance. Trump even predicted it months beforehand. I wonder if any of these deep state legal geniuses have ever heard of, get ready for it, the First Amendment. I know it's archaic and dusty, but still. By the way, here we are in September 2023, and we all know the 2020 election was not just stolen, but it was an out-of-the-closet, spotlights and dancing girls and marching band, broad daylight smash-and-grab rip-off. That's what it was. And we all know it. Or anyone who has any brains or integrity whatsoever. We all know it. It would take weeks for me to cover just what we know, let alone what's still hidden by the mafia. Then we go on to Act 6 of, the, of this uh, indictment here. Trump team member Mark Meadows sent a text requesting the phone number of the leader of the Pennsylvania legislature. President Trump wants to chat with him. Yes, that was Act 6 of the damning indictments against President Trump. Let me ask you, have you ever asked for someone's phone number and then thinking you might be thrown in prison for the rest of your life because of it? Can you say kangaroo court? And on it goes. But that's basically the worst of it. But we'll continue. Act 100, uh, Trump is basically saying that we won other swing states. Again, that's obvious to most people who are looking at this objectively. That would be what I would call a no-shaving-cream-Sherlock assessment. And then there's Act 32. Trump said that he uh, wanted a special session and a signature verification to make certain all legal votes are uh, counted, not the fake deep state votes. These are all accusations. No, these all are constitutionally protected free speech. Free speech, free speech, free speech. America, I'm telling you, we need to turn freedom of speech into our flippin' national mantra. Ask Willis, I mean, excuse me, Fanny Willis. What you talking about, Willis? 
continues with Act 140 of her silly indictment. And it goes like this. President Trump called Vice President Mike Pence and asked him to uphold the integrity of the election. Those were Trump's words, obviously not theirs. And that festering rhino coward, Mike Nonsense Pence, refused. Donald Trump stated that Pence would go down as a wimp and that Pence was not protecting the United States. And again, that is basically the heart and soul of the fourth indictment against President Trump, and none of it has any legal precedent whatsoever. A clear witch hunt. Now, these so-called charges against President Trump, this is just politics 101. And every Democrat would be in prison if any of these innocent acts were even a crime. So just in case any of you are still confused about any of this, this is a scam, a total scam. Even the Washington Post admits that Trump never said find the votes. That was fake news. It's no big deal anyway. So what if he said it? He means find the legal votes, not the deep state illegal votes, obviously. Here's the bottom line. Any questioning of the blatantly fake 2020 election is now being royally decreed as a criminal conspiracy. Just to question it, just to talk about it. So they must nullify any and all constitutional rights in the process. The balls here. Through Georgia's RICO statute for organized crime, it's the mob saying the mob isn't the mob, trumps the mob, but with no truth and no credibility behind any of it, and transparently so. I've said this many times. If America didn't crank out stone-cold idiots by the millions every year in our criminal, mob-infested government schools, graduation ceremonies... We wouldn't be forced to witness any of this low-IQ, retarded propaganda at all. But that flaming scumbag, George Soros, being the whored-out, down-on-his-knees opportunist that he is, has leached onto this like gorilla glue, and he ain't letting go. Why? Because he's invested billions and billions and billions of his dirty dollars. President Trump's asking lawmakers to investigate obvious election fraud is a major crime deserving some 500 years just for Trump, according to this embarrassing little dingbat named Fannie Willis. Not just her, but the entire mafia-controlled deep state. Almost everything President Trump did was completely public. This wasn't hidden. There was nothing shameful here, and we all know it. We all know it. This should make you angry. So what's really the hypnotic hold here besides American blazing ignorance? What's with these stupid Republicans? Well, you've got the rhinos, of course, which is the majority of elected officials. But of those who are not rhinos, their driving demotivator is fear. They're cowards. Mike Nonsense Pence is the first loser I think of. But fear, in this case, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Now, don't get me wrong, this deep state communist fascism is very real. But for a grown man like Nonsense Pence to cower before it just because of some fear, and not just him, obviously, these so-called leaders don't deserve that moniker of leader. They are followers. The American deep state picks fights with countries over claims of being tyrannical for far, far less than what the deep state is doing in our own country. 
and right under our ignorant of our Constitution noses. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Educationally, America has completely bombed out. Our universities and government schools are a complete disgrace, an embarrassment to anyone with a mere shred of moral dignity. That will be another podcast. This is World War III, ladies and gentlemen, and our enemies are, number one, Soros and all of his a-hole butt buddies in Davos, Switzerland, and number two, China. These are the guilty players at the very top of this global pyramid scam. This is where we must focus all of our efforts on bringing them down. Some 500 years in prison for President Trump. This is obvious tyranny. This all makes the tyranny of King George III look like a Cub Scout. And we're still not fighting back? Imagine what it will look like when we just start to roll up our sleeves. We can destroy the deep state and severely punish all these evildoers. Their entire goal is to cancel all elections forever, make elections all about process and no more freedom to choose, and forcing Trump to spend the remainder of the campaign in court and not campaigning. Regarding that crooked election process, even the New York Times reported in 2012 that mass mail-in balloting was a source of nearly double the rejection rates of showing up in person to vote. In other words, mail-in voting is far more fraudulent, but that does not mean at all that these ballots were rejected in 2020. They were accepted, the vast majority of them. And we're not even talking about the manufacturing of fake ballots yet. On this alone, Trump clearly won the election of 2020. That's why I call crooked, creepy Joe Vice President Brandon, not President Brandon. He's not legitimate. He won squatter rights to the White House, all thanks to America's neo-mafia. All the deep state has to do is fool enough of the so-called independent voters. At least 95% of them are complete morons. And once they cheat again through next year's election, they won't have to worry about the bother of ever having to win a legitimate election ever again. Just one more bogus election is all that is necessary for them to solidify power for many generations, if not forever. So if they can get the biggest idiot, losers imaginable, independent voters, squeezed through in 2024, that is their harbinger that the sky's the limit for corruption in the USA. In other words, if we Americans can't grow a set by then, well, then it's all over except the gulags. I promise you that will be next. If Americans have become so sissified as to let the biggest effeminate imbecile losers imaginable to have their way with us, then that will be their clarion call that they can do whatever they want to us because Americans have all become a bunch of dumb sheep. Of course, We should all know by now that George Soros is the mafia don of all filthy corruption. In cahoots with communist fascist China, their bribes have bought the dumbest crooks imaginable in Georgia and throughout America. Do you want me to break President Trump's kneecaps or do you want me to fit him with a nice new pair of concrete shoes? Well, guess what? That flaming, festering piece of human crap, the Soros crime family, is going to pay for all the damage they've done to us. With their lies and dirtbag money, they will pay for all the agonizing and 
and inhumane, anti-human, anti-liberal, anti-conservative, anti-God, anti-America, anti-truth, criminal enterprises. They will be put on trial for vicious, cruel crimes against humanity. And then we will have our way with them. Let us compare apples to oranges. President Trump wanting just a little bit of election integrity versus all of the hateful, dishonest criminal shenanigans of the criminal Soros mob. Are you kidding me? Now, that's what I call the contrast of a beautiful, perfectly ripe red apple in the form of one Donald J. Trump versus a rotten, moldy orange in the form of one George Soros. The mafia media is right. Orange man, bad. Here's the core of all these kangaroo court indictments. Get this in front of liberal jurors who already hate Trump for no other reason than that they were programmed like software to hate Trump. If you put a gun to their heads, they wouldn't be able to convince anyone of any reason why they hate Trump. But modern liberals are all morons, and we all know it. So none of that truth and integrity stuff even matters with them. It's all about money and power to them. So they are essentially indicting and convicting before a trial even happens. Here's the Soros Mafia plan. Convict fast, interfere in the election, abuse the 14th Amendment, kick Trump off the ballot, and steal the election. So even if they lose on appeal, Vice President Brandon still gets reelected. Stealing the election was the only goal of all of this. So who deserves 500 years in prison? President Trump or the criminal gangster George Soros? Soros, of course. But a few years in prison is nothing to this old man. What about the death penalty? Can we do that to the old man? We did that to brutal criminals after World War II, and it could be argued for far less than what Soros is doing to us right now. I believe we can and should have Soros executed after a fair trial. Many think this is pure fantasy. He's far too rich and far too powerful. The same charge that airhead liberals have leveled at Trump for years now. So yes, corporal punishment for that demon Soros is not only possible, but it's likely, and that likelihood will start to grow exponentially very soon. That's how radically and quickly things can change. Once a critical mass of American patriots starts to wake up to all the dirty tricks of that brutal, bloodthirsty criminal gangster George Soros. Many Americans believe we are now a banana republic. Well, we're not even that. Republic is a compliment. America isn't that anymore. It's a backwater democracy. Democracy meaning mob rule. The mob controls this fraudulent Georgia fake indictment. What happened to Georgia, by the way? Georgia used to be the proud peach of the South. Look at it now. It's like downtown Hollyweird has been ripped up and airdropped in downtown Atlanta. It isn't even hot Atlanta anymore. Now it's dog Atlanta, a crooked one-horse town run by a bunch of bought-off demon hounds from hell. The peach of the once gracious and glorious South has become infested with the deadly scale. What went wrong? Well, you've got a lot of half-baked preachers who are not willing to stand up and do the right thing. Andy Stanley, maybe Creflo Dollar, without a doubt, Georgia's fall from grace has been coming from Georgia's corrupted pulpits. They opened the doors to filmmaking, thinking that their softer, more refined Southern culture would give Hollyweird a run for its money. But Georgian conservative Christian culture just wasn't strong enough. It was weak then, back in the 1980s, and it's weaker still now. That's what cut Georgia's throat. 
All these indictment shiny objects makes a mockery of the threat of the real mafia. It screams that the real mafia is no big deal. So let's just pretend Trump is crooked and just ignore the real brutal mafia crime out there. The irony, of course, is obvious. Fannie Willis is a cog in the machinery of that mafia that she lies that she's against. Accusing fall guy Trump is the mafia accusing the good guy of being the mafia. A major side goal of using RICO, or the Racketeering Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, is to utterly destroy RICO just before we regain power to drain the swamp to use that same RICO far more effectively than they ever could to round up all these swamp rats and RICO them out of existence. Why do I say this? RICO introduces a new trick. With this law, there is a big incentive for people who are listed as co-defendants to cooperate with the state and to provide so-called evidence in order to escape punishment and secure favorable deals. It's worked well with the mafia because these characters have no moral character. That's why it will work extremely well against the criminal deep state mafia. The George Soros crime family and all his Davos demons are clever, wicked animals, and they will stop at nothing to make dead certain that all of their big money investments into the pulverization of freedom globally absolutely will happen. They put all their chips down on this one bet to be the kings of the world, and that's precisely why we must ruthlessly go after them. We must hit them ten times harder than they could ever hit us. Then and only then will they ever learn their lesson to not mess with America. Here's some key information that needs to be mentioned. This appears to be desperate, that the deep state is doing this because they're scared of Trump. Not really. Silicon Valley and the rest of the Davos crowd doesn't really fear anything. They grew up on hubris and privilege. They figure the useful idiots further down their made-up pyramid scam should be scared, but they're too stupid to know any better. People like Fannie Willis, Jack Smith, even Vice President Brandon, Cami the Commie, Mayorkas, etc. This list is easily in the thousands but the top of this massive global Ponzi scheme aren't really scared. They figure the lower-rung losers will be their fall guys, and the Davos billionaires can always transmogrify into another appearance so they can reinvent themselves in the new Trump era to even perhaps appear to be born-again Trump supporters. You've heard the expression, if you can't beat them, join them. But even then, they won't be Trump supporters. They may only appear to be until they move on to their next plan to destroy America. That is why, when the dust settles, we must target these communist, fascist, billionaire scum in ways they never could have imagined, and we must hit them ten times harder than they have been hitting us. What does this all mean? These are the legal actions of retarded kindergartners. How did these legal actions get there? Bribery. What motivates the bribery? Weak, stupid, easily corruptible people in high places. Who put them there? The dumbest, lowest characters you can imagine. The typical run-of-the-mill Democrat voter. These are the stupidest cartoon characters in America. The average Democrat voter. Either all low IQ or supremely selfish people. Thinking of their own selfish interest and ignoring the greater concern of the American good. In summary, RICO is a wrapping together of convictions. 
It originally meant that an accountant working for the mob, for example, can go to prison for murder just for being a part of the conspiracy. So now he would rat on his big boss, whereas before his boss was one of the untouchables. That's why 18 other people are indicted as well to try to get at President Trump that way. But they don't have anything that could even remotely be considered illegal. Only trivial pursuit stuff and all obviously perfectly legal. Every honest and competent lawyer would know this. So why else does the deep state use RICO? That law means that President Trump would not be able to pardon himself if in the unlikely event he's found guilty, so it's just another juvenile trick bought and paid for by the Silicon Valley funded deep state desperate to get rid of the fellow who will roto-rooter the swamp, or so they expect. For innocent people, set up on not just flimsy, but non-existent crimes is the very essence of intimidation of the innocent. Using the fear of life in prison to get them to buckle, lose their integrity, and to lie under oath in order to save their own skin, and to send a perfectly innocent man, President Trump, to prison, and all done just to make sure he isn't re-elected. This is the epitome of gangster deep state corruption. How do we turn this Titanic around on a dime? Here's something I really don't get about the conservative media superstars. Tucker Carlson, for example, has a huge audience, and yet he doesn't utilize them. It seems to me that if he were sincere about saving America, he would constantly entreat his vast listeners to mobilize and take action, action of any kind. And yet he doesn't. And there are many other superstars of conservatism. They don't do this either. Now, they do to a small degree. But they don't hammer it like they need to because people are notoriously lazy and need constant reminders to save America. These conservative commentators tell us all the time that we are on the cusp of disaster. And there's no question that's true. So what will happen to them personally when that disaster finally comes? Do they expect to be still podcasting? No, they will be in prison. That is if they insist on telling the truth. So why are they holding back? Are they only working for ratings and money? I hope not. In the back of their minds, they may be thinking, well, if they threaten me with prison, I may be able to broker a deal and still do this conservative light version of my show. Now I don't actually believe they will do that. But their lack of fighting passion, and I mean real passion, not just words, is indicative of my doubts. They all have huge audiences. So people like Charlie Kirk and Steve Bannon too. So why not use them to save America, their audiences? I would and I do. That's what makes no PC allowed so different. I don't have armchair quarterbacks for listeners. I have activist American patriots for listeners. And I thank you all for your involvement and bravery. God bless you, everyone. Another vital thing these media stars should do, they need to speak in terms of this being global mafia-driven. It comes not just from foreign and domestic billionaires, but from China as well. And it's being waged mostly against the West. And it is illegal, and it is war. A stealth World War III. So that when the tables finally turn in our favor, if they do... We can go after them, not just politically, but as real war criminals waging a vicious war against the hardworking middle class. That will mean that we can punish them criminally. How do you punish a multi-billionaire? Use your imagination.
So far, Tucker and the rest aren't talking about doing any of this. It's as if they don't really expect to win. But I do expect to win. And that's why you, dear listener, listen to No PC Allowed. We have specific deep state names, and we need to go RICO on them 100%. We have crossed the Rubicon. We have passed the point of no return. We must burn our escape ships in the harbor of safety, put on our arse-kicking boots, and go absolutely medieval on them. We're the peasants with the pitchforks, and we need to fire up the catapults and burn down their rotten, stinking, festering devil's castle in the middle of that dark, fetid, gassy swamp known as Washington, D.C. It will be easy for us to do this. It's going to be hard for them to see these fake indictments all to fruition, but it will be easy for us to attack them because their corruption is so transparent. One of their main covers is allowing the dregs of humanity, millions of them, criminals and terrorists, to just waltz into America. If Trump gets reelected, in spite of all the election cheating that will undubitably happen, that Trump victory will be all the mafia needs to dog whistle to all these criminal terrorists to burn and pillage and put the fear of God into all of these pansy effeminate rhinos to cry uncle, like Mike Nonsense Pence, Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, and all the rest of these fake, personally ambitious rhino fraudsters. I really don't think the deep state knows what this all does to President Trump, and his official mugshot said it all to me. He wants us to think that he's angry and that this is the final straw. However, I think something drives him. There's a part of him that has always been energized by all this energy against him. This negativity seems to affect him positively or energize him. Maybe I'm wrong. But he almost seems to thrive on his opposition, which is the opposite of the way that the average person would react and possibly be completely defeated by it. This is the main thing that makes President Trump a special and rare kind of leader. It's like Trump's muse is the deep state. Sort of like, uh, Popeye and his spinach, olive oil. <laughs> Action step, only one. You want to be involved with these times. You don't want to be shoveling shit in Louisiana, like uh, General Patton once said, during this magnificent, romantic, warrior times that we're going through. Get in on the front lines. Don't jump into the trenches. Go on the attack. Offense, offense. Torah, Torah, Torah. But remember who the real enemies are. Sure, the deep state. But who are the scum funding the deep state? It's the ultra-wealthy. Not all wealthy people, of course, we know that. But here's the bottom line. Trump and Christians and conservatives are standing in the way of a lot more that the deep state mafia wants to do. Therefore, we must be neutralized 100%. Massive new construction of warehouses going on in a very bad economy. What does that tell you about the future? Why do they need all this warehouse space? They can warehouse those who will not conform. That's what's coming. You could ignore it, but I wouldn't if I were you. The mafia is the mafia, which means they won't blink at the possibility of assassinating Trump as well, just to get their way. Be of good cheer. Here's why. If they can do all these indictments on fake charges, just imagine what we can do to them on real charges.
They have fantasies of putting Trump away for life. Our plans for them can become real because their crimes are real, and they must be punished. Stop playing defense. We conservatives must work offensively 100%. Here's something that we all need to do. Anyone who is listening, share this podcast with others. Write a positive review at Twitter or X at NoPCAllowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. Again, at Twitter or X. Send a review. Uh, write a positive review. Uh, send this on to your friends and family. Everybody, get the word out, because this is a very unusual podcast, as you can tell. Again, at no PC Allowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.